The moment you give up is the moment you let someone else win. Hi guys, thank you for coming back to listen to another episode. This is Danielle and you're listening to Purple Diary. Um, Purple Diary is a community all about imperfection, embracing imperfection, improving on it, and helping each other out and encouraging each other as we move through that process. Um, So today was supposed to be just Ask Danielle Part 2, but I want to kind of change up the topic because some uh, very interesting things, very tragic things have been going on, and I want to discuss them with you guys. So first, I want to go through the biggest news story of the year so far, um, and then I want to talk about Ask Danielle and why I'm going to not do episodes that are just Ask Danielle anymore, um, and then I'll get into the questions that I got, and we'll move from there. So first of all, today's Tuesday. I'm recording this on Tuesday. And on Sunday, uh, the 26th, nine people died in a helicopter crash in California. Um, Two of those people were Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna. There were also seven other people, including the pilot, Ara, and uh, six other people, Christina, Alyssa, John, Carrie, Sarah, and Peyton all um, died in this helicopter crash. It was incredibly unfortunate, wildly unexpected, um, and it was tragic. And over the past couple of days, people have been sharing videos and pictures and interviews and quotes and stories um, from their time with Kobe Bryant when they had met him or if they had never met him, just how he impacted their lives. And it's been so interesting to see. I'm not a sports fan, to be honest. I mean, I knew Kobe Bryant was a basketball player. That was about it. Like, I didn't know anything about his life. And even for me, I think his passing has had a very big impact um, so I think what, what I've seen from it, what I garnered from seeing all the reactions to it is fix whatever issues you have with the people that are alive around you, whether they seem like they're going to die soon or not. Don't just reach out to the sick or older people in your life. Um, the people who are alive, who you're close to, or who maybe you're estranged from right now get right with them doesn't mean you have to be close with them doesn't mean you have to be best friends with them but reach out to them tell them that you love them from afar or that you want to fix this problem that you hope they're doing okay so that you feel right within yourself and hopefully both of you will feel all right with your relationship at the end of it you never know when somebody's gonna be gone so take the time to repair anything. There are so many small things that we all um, hold on to and hold grudges about and avoid addressing because we don't want to admit we're wrong or 
we're scared of what the reaction will be or we just don't know how to bring up the topic. And I think the best way to bring it up is just to just do it in the way that's the most true to who you are and how you would say it. And I think verbally is always better than through text message or email, but however you can get the conversation started, do that because you don't want to hold on to anger or hurt and regret it. Um, And like I said, it doesn't mean you have to start up a relationship with them, but at least find your closure and find your peace um, because you really never know when somebody could be gone or when you could be gone. Um, The other thing that I really got from seeing Kobe Bryant's passing was uh, he, his life left an incredible legacy. And for me as somebody who is not a sports fan, I wouldn't have guessed that, that so many people would have been so affected by his life. And I think it is incredible. It says so much about how his work ethic and his character Um, affected a lot of people and inspired a lot of people and motivated a lot of people, um, especially when it comes to his work and his craft. So, and it it motivated me. (laughs) I have always felt like, I don't know how or what what it's going to be, but my life is going to touch a lot of people's lives and it's going to impact a lot of people. And I want to leave a legacy that lives on far longer um, after I'm gone. Like I said, I don't know what it's going to be yet, but it's going to be good. And it starts with having, it starts with working hard and sharing a message that you're proud of and that you really believe in from observing his life. And I think that he did an incredible job of making his message and making his purpose clear and achieving his purpose. I just finished The Alchemist, so I feel like he really found his personal legend and fulfilled it. So it was inspiring and motivating to me to keep working, to have so many people. The goal is for me is not really to have a bunch of people mourn my death, It's to have a bunch of people who are inspired by my life. And so many people were inspired by his life. And I I really hope that um, the people who are feeling hurt um, by his death are surrounded by love, surrounded by comfort, surrounded by support. I can't imagine what his wife is going through or his other daughters or his friends, Um, and I just, I hope that all of those people are really just wrapped up in love right now, because I can't, I cannot imagine what that is like. Um, I don't want to get upset, so (laughs) yeah, I just, I really am praying for all of them, and whatever you do, pray, send positive vibes, do that. For his loved ones because they can definitely use it right now and his um his work his philanthropy his um his his legacy definitely will not be forgotten here so rest in peace to kobe 
and to Gianna and Ara, Christina, Alyssa, John, Carrie, Sarah, and Peyton. I hope that all of them are able to rest peacefully and that they, their families um, can heal in a healthy way. Okay, <laughs> so switching gears a little bit, I want to talk about uh, Ask Danielle. So Purple Diary is small. It hasn't even been a year. I don't, it hasn't even been six months since this uh, podcast has been in existence. And I realized that growth is slow. <laughs> um, but it doesn't make sense right now to do whole episodes of Ask Danielle because it's just a lot of questions don't come in. So it it's kind of pointless to like keep berating you guys for questions when I just don't have the type of following where I'm going to get enough to fill a whole episode. Um, I got a couple, so I'll share them with you. Um, and then I'm going to pull questions from six brown chicks on Twitter. But yeah, so instead, I kind of want to structure my episodes more, whether they're by myself or with somebody else. Um, so I want to start the episodes with a current event. Um, it might be a serious one, like the one that we talked about today, or it can be something lighthearted, something controversial, something political. Uh, but I want to talk about a current event, get, get talking, sharing opinions, perhaps disagreeing and see where that goes. And then I want to move into the interview um, should I have a guest, which I usually will. <laughs> and then after the interview portion, I wanna take one question or two. Um, so the link that's on my Instagram will be there or maybe I'll just like have a ask me a question thing on my story once a week. And then I'll just read that question and it'll kind of be like ask Danielle one by one throughout time instead of trying to collect a bunch of questions um, for one episode. So I think that's going to work a lot better. It'll be more structured. Perhaps we'll add more segments as time goes on, but I think that's a good way for me to space things out right now. So yeah. <laughs> Um, so now I'm going to get into the couple of questions that I got. And when I say couple, I legit mean two, like two questions. <laughs> That's it. Um, first question was, how am I doing with my new year's resolutions? All right. So alarm clock, good to go. Not on my phone in the morning, not procrastinating in that regard. Um, the other goal to stop procrastinating I'm still working on it. I'm a work in progress and I don't have to fix everything immediately, but I am very good with not being on my phone. I sleep with my phone in my bathroom now. My alarm clock um, works great and I'm actually getting up at 530 now and working out. Um, it's not like a crazy workout thing. It's like 30 minutes, but I do it every day and it feels good. Like I feel very energized in the morning. And I always like make breakfast and have like maybe 20 minutes to myself after the workout. So it feels good. And I'm trying to share more of my weight loss 
like progress as I see some. We got to see some first. I've lost like four pounds, but once I start to, you know, visibly like see a difference, then I will share with you guys. I know it's so daunting to start a weight loss journey. Um, It definitely has been for me and I want to serve as inspiration. I like watching videos of people talking about how they lost weight or what they did and um, most people do it when they're done. (laughs) So I want to kind of share it as I'm going along so that if somebody else is doing it with me, then, you know, we can kind of help each other out or at least even if you don't do it with me, Hopefully you feel motivated or inspired from watching me. So you can follow me on Instagram to see more of that stuff. Um, so yeah, that covers losing the 45 pounds. Finding a church home is proving to be a challenge. Um, first of all, I'm used to having my Sundays to myself. I don't like getting up early on the weekends and... <sighs> I don't want to leave my house, um, which is terrible, but that's a part of it. We went to church. I went to Charlotte a couple weeks ago to go see Oprah, and it was good. It was different. We went to Elevation Church, which was cool. I really wanted to go there. I liked listening to their podcast, which is really like just a video of their sermons, Um, but it just feels weird like I I think part of it is my own thing like I grew up in church and went to Christian school for elementary school and church and I just have a weird relationship it just doesn't feel like I belong there and it's not because I don't believe it's more because I don't something about church just feels very performative to me it doesn't feel genuine from everybody that's there for I'm sure for the some people that is really like they feel in their heart that that's how they want to act I don't know if any of this even makes sense but for me I just don't get the feeling in my heart to behave the way people at church behave and that's the hard part like of course I want to go to a place where I can fellowship with people who share the same beliefs as me but I don't really get down with everything that goes on in churches and I think I just have to find one where I feel like I'm comfortable I don't feel pressure to like fall out in the middle of an aisle or even less dramatic stuff I just I don't feel I don't know as moved in some situations so I'm trying to figure that out um but right now finding a church home is like a big question mark every time I go I feel uncomfortable so I think part of that is just me needing to get past my own fear of church and like weirdness about church from my childhood um but also it's just weird I need to find a church with regular people no offense um so the other one was listening to a new album every day that's not gonna work I'm gonna have to do every week because that's just what works for me when I talked about this in the first episode of the year I mentioned that 
I just have this habit of listening to and watching the same stuff over and over again. I don't know why. I don't know what that is called, if that's like a mental thing. But I, I can't do a new album every day. But I can do one every week. I think that's reasonable. And if it's like a good album, then that gives me the whole week to um, marinate in it and enjoy it. <laughs> But every day, not going to happen, hasn't happened. I'm already too far behind. So every week is great. And then I'm right on schedule because I think I've only listened to like five new albums this year. Um, at least one book every month. I think I could edit that to one a week because I'm on my fourth book of the month. It's the fourth week of the month. And I should be done with the book by the end of the week. Um, I feel very good about finishing so many books at the beginning of the year and starting off so strong um, in that regard. So I feel I feel good about that. And hopefully um, I'll be able to keep that up. I've kind of been reading small-ish books. I have one really big book that's on my stack of things to read, which is The Hate You Give. The book is fucking huge. Um, <laughs> but... Other than that, I think I should be able to keep up with once a week. Uh, at least two or three books a month I should be able to do. I feel very motivated and I feel more like myself reading more and I feel more motivated to write. I want to write a book, guys. I have an idea for a title, but I'm not going to tell you guys yet. Um, and with staying out of anyone's business, perfect. I think I'm doing an excellent job. Please don't ask me about my business and don't tell me yours. I am not interested. Uh, and Purple Diary. Purple Chats have been going great. I'm very much enjoying doing them, sharing my little thoughts with you, and uh, just getting used to putting out more consistent content. They don't come out every day because sometimes every day doesn't work with my schedule. Um, but most days you can expect a Purple Chats video and it's fun to just share whatever is on my mind at the time uh so yeah i hope you guys follow me on instagram check it out listen to them watch them share with me if you have any topic ideas for purple chats videos because i want to talk about stuff that you guys care about so just let me know other question i got was what are your thoughts on younger generations and their moral compass um I think younger generations, meaning the little Gen Z babies, are, I think they're nicer. <laughs> I think, the, well, the ones that I know personally, they're nicer. I think that they are less of, like, internet thugs than millennials are. And I think when it comes to world morality in terms of being real activists and fighting for something and representing an issue I think Gen Z kids are going to be more of the protest organizers and marchers and um, political campaign type leaders than millennials are I think millennials and Gen X people are more like internet <laughs> activists than like boots on the ground really doing stuff so that's kind of my thought I do think younger generations I think including millennials are 
very desensitized to like violence and murder though and this is unrelated to the question but this is so strange to me right when i see people with kids like babies who their kid is crying and they are recording like have a phone in their kid's face and are recording them or taking pictures of their kid crying i don't know why but i feel like that's really gonna mess kids up that from infancy seeing their parents reaction to them crying is taking a picture of them or recording them and either laughing at it or not really responding to it I think that's gonna do something to our kids I don't know what it is because I'm not a mental health professional especially not for babies but I think don't do that (laughs) I I don't want to do that when I have kids not saying I'll never take a picture of my kid crying but There are people I've seen who do that a lot, and I'm not a parent, but I think it's odd to record your baby crying. Like, even from being a baby, your kids are learning how to respond to things, and I wouldn't want to do that to my child. Just a thought. Okay, so that was the two questions I got. So that's it. Thank you to the two people who sent me questions. Love you guys so much. Um, So the other questions I have are pulled from the Twitter account called Six Brown Chicks. I read some of the questions and other ones. I just screenshotted them and kept it moving because I wanted to be surprised. So I think I'm going to read those. I'm not going to. I'm probably going to do like three. Okay. Um, let's see. Question one. My fiance, he's a nurse, works at a retirement home. His patient got evicted and he moved her into his home. I thought it was kind until I caught him giving oral to the patient's 20-year-old daughter. We fought. He moved the daughter in. My wedding is in June. Um, advice is the end. What? Okay, leave him. I don't know how old you are. You said 20-year-old daughter, so I'm assuming this person is, like, older, like, in their 30s. Um, leave him. He First of all, he was cheating. You caught him cheating. He moved the daughter in. He moved a patient into his house. You're going to have to cancel the wedding, cancel everything, cancel him. I think you should fight the girl And you should leave him because this is really a mess. (laughs) Um, That is horrible. But don't stay with him just to have a wedding because the marriage that happens after the wedding will be a hot mess with you and the 20-year-old girl living in the house together. You can be roommates. You can be sister wives. So leave. Oh, my God. Okay. Next question. My coworker had a drinking problem, but I liked her anyway. We've been low-key dating, and I encouraged her to give up drinking by introducing her to Coke, my preferred drug. She's more productive, but it also makes her a sex fiend. She's fucking... Sorry. She's having sex with everybody at work. Help. Um, (laughs) once again, you need to leave. First of all... If she's an alcoholic, that means she probably has an addictive personality. 
meaning that she gets easily addicted to things. And then you introduced her to Coke to get her to quit drinking. I've never heard of that working, but perhaps it does. I, I don't know. But what? You should leave her. All these people should leave everybody. And then you should refer her to AA or NA. Isn't that the drug addict one? Narcotics Anonymous? Nar narcoholics? Narcos? Something like that. The N has something to do with narcotics. Submit her to a drug rehab program or something. Because <laughs> you literally just gave her another addiction. And maybe like a sex addict program. Um, but that is a hot mess. Okay. Hold on. <sighs> Next. Married three years and I love my husband. I had my first experience with another woman, my unique makeup rep, basically out of curiosity. I loved it. Craved her. But she only wants to connect if I buy makeup. How to cut out the money between us. I'm sure she likes me. She doesn't like you if she wants you to have sex. Um, well, she, if she won't have sex only if you buy stuff. Like, that doesn't make sense. She's using you. She's kind of a whore because she's having sex just to sell her products. But no, I, I think one, you should be with your husband. Also, leave her alone because you're married and because she doesn't really want to have sex with you. She just wants you to buy her stuff and she knows that's how to get you to do it. Um. But if you're going to buy some stuff, then I guess you might as well get some when you go to repurchase. So, yeah. Um, all right. Let me find a good one for the last one. Please stand by. Okay, I've been with Michael for three years and we have a two-month-old daughter. Over Christmas break, his wife had their son and he's all over Facebook and Instagram posting about his firstborn. Firstborn is in all caps. This is hurtful and false. I want our child to be acknowledged, but he refuses advice. Um, that's difficult. I mean, it's true. It's not his firstborn, uh, but his wife had a kid. And all of you people who have sex with married people, especially married men, they're probably not going to leave. And as long as you know that and you're comfortable with it, then fine. But this girl is not um, a smart, a smart one. Because, of course, Michael is going to post his wife and ignore you. If he's still married, then why would he post you at all? Just saying. Um, so my advice would be leave him alone and also post pictures of the baby and tag him and his wife in the pictures. <sighs> this account is hilarious. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm going to ignore these. But please go follow Six Brown Chicks on Twitter. It's so funny. The questions are really good. So, 
yeah thank you guys for listening next week i'm trying to work this thing out with my grandma my grandma's 80 she's full of life and laughter and excitement and i really 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 want her to be on an episode um she doesn't really like know what a podcast is which i think is her like mental um hurdle of not like being sure she wants to do it because she's like i don't know what that means but i'm trying to talk her into doing it she literally lives like across the street from me so it would be easy to get her in and do one hopefully that will be the guest for next week um but other than that i have two more recordings set up um like two and a half but (laughs) hopefully you know we can get her on and that would be excellent thank you guys so much for listening this one is short because it's just me and i want you guys to go out and be positive and peaceful and productive and i have a purple chats video to record for today because i haven't done one in like two days so i hope you guys have a wonderful week i hope you have a great thursday this week's challenge was to cook all your own meals I'm not going to lie, I got stressed at work and I ordered some sushi from DoorDash. So, you know, if you don't make it, I understand. It's all right. I forgive you. Next week, we can do better. Although it'll be a different challenge next week. So it won't be doing better with cooking your own meals. (laughs) Uh, But thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys don't mind the solo episodes i do like to have them with guests because i like listening to conversation and i like having conversations um but you know sometimes the schedule is full or things just don't line up with other people so (laughs) i hope you guys enjoyed this i hope you come back to listen to another episode please 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 subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it rate it review it Let me know what you think about it. Email me if you want to be on the podcast. You don't have to be a business owner or somebody famous or or important. If you have anything you do that you're passionate about and you want to talk about, let me know. Or if you have advice for the young people, let me know. Um, I'm always interested in hearing people and I want to have on as many different perspectives and ideas as possible. Um... So yeah, and please, please, please follow me on Instagram at Purple Diary Pod. And uh, yeah, oh, book recommendation. Read The Alchemist. I think out of the books I've read this month, that one has been my favorite. That one is the one I've gotten the most lessons from. It's a very quick read. It's a short book. It's a very famous book. I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, And it's super, super good. I am sure with the way that I'm reading this year so far, I'm going to read that one again by the end of the year. So check out The Alchemist 100%, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.